Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello, it's CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast time with me, Stuart Haslam, Head of Communications for the International Private Bank, and my old friend Dirk Stefan, the Global Investment Strategist for the Private Bank. Dirk is based in Frankfurt. Dirk, how are you doing this morning? Hi, Stuart. Very good. How are you? Um, really well, thank you. And hopefully our listeners are feeling good as well as we approach another week. Um, of course, just as a reminder, we're recording on a Friday. So it's Friday morning for Dirk and I um, ahead of the weekend and we're publishing on a Monday. But Dirk, let's really um, look into stock markets today. And uh, well, it's handy that you're based in Frankfurt because my first question is going to be about the DAX. And right now we are close to a record high in Germany. Dirk, what's driving markets in our view, it's really earnings. I mean, it sounds boring, but it, it's an interesting one because uh, I think the macro discussion was more and still is about recession, recovery, stagnating growth would be the current take. So um, it came in as a big surprise that actually company earnings are surprising to the upside. And that is being driven by many sectors. So we have uh, clearly a China boost, uh, even though, you know, also here the, the macro debate is, is, I would say, at least two ways. But uh, apparently uh, the companies are making uh, good money these days. So it's, it's really coming from uh, certain um, car manufacturers. Then uh, we have, of course, if you go more Europe uh, than Germany, you have luxury uh, goods producers so it's it's all in all it looks pretty decent and uh, companies are, are able to capitalize on I would say a touch better than than feared economies worldwide and if I may um, just add one more thing if you look if you look at uh, you know the bigger economies in in the eurozone uh, it's worth noting that for instance Spain has reached uh, a new high in terms of employment. So we are talking about levels we have not seen since the great financial crisis. Services are doing very well, uh, tourism driven, of course, but also other services. And uh, also Italy is, is going well on, on that. And uh, what we, we have now is probably a situation where um, the core, like Germany, is suffering from this so-called deindustrialization process, but services are, are clearly um, outweighing these negative factors. So um, overall, it doesn't look too bad to us. Yeah, so good signs in Europe. And then I wanted to actually take this time, Dirk, to look in another part of the world, and that's in Asia. You briefly touched on China, and China's been a story that our CIOs from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank have been talking about and very bullish on, and we've seen markets adjust accordingly. But I think there's one other market that's very interesting to look at, and that's Japan. I've just talked about it, and you referred to it, the DAX is at record highs, but isn't the Japanese market also flying? I mean, normally, if you talk about value markets and cyclical markets, uh, you would mention Europe and then Japan. So it makes sense to see both doing well. What is very special uh, these days is that in, in Japan, we're talking about a 9% nominal GDP growth um, currently. So, if, so the, the dynamics are very strong. And remember, earnings are nominal. So it's uh, something we haven't seen in many years in Japan. And uh, that goes along with uh, the usual um, discount, you know, value markets. Um, the bears would call it value trap, but 
Um, it looks to us that this time around, there's just another, you know, Japan is having another moment in the sun, just like uh, back in 2013. And so, so you know, remember Abenomics and, and all the Japan stories at the time. So 10 years on, it looks like uh, some again, there's a try, um, markets are trying to 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 get out of this value trap again. So we are all quite um, aware that this is a risky thing to bet on, but it looks uh, special this time because we have inflation in Japan, something we didn't have in so many decades, really. And then there's another important factor because the Tokyo Stock Exchange is implementing uh, reforms, and that these should actually push. Uh, many companies in Japan to actually get rid of excess cash, if you want. What you know, what a nice problem to have. But uh, um, many many companies in Japan have uh, huge amounts of cash on the balance sheet, and that's really weighing on return on equity and so on. So um, if that goes on and we see more progress, then maybe this Japanese rally has legs. Yeah, that's so interesting, Dirk. Thank you for laying that out to us. And speaking of the forecasts. I know that your CIOs are getting together, well, as we speak, to develop the next quarterly outlook. And, you know, I wanted to get some insights from you, some sneak peeks, if you like, on how you see the next few months play out. Obviously, when you've got markets that are approaching multi-year highs, that develops some nervousness. But if we continue to look at Asia, for example, are there still pockets of opportunity that you think the investor community should be looking at? And where else are you looking no, we we think there there are plenty of opportunities, and uh, maybe it's just the overall market that might not get very far uh, because uh, you have, you know you know we still have the very much changed rate environment. We do think that uh, rates will be high for much longer than many expect. So uh, that's just leading to a situation where even though um, maybe earnings are stabilizing, uh, the multiples they trade on will be lower than. Uh, let's say 18 months ago or during the decade before that. So it's um, that's why we we think you, you should be invested in equities, but you need to to find these pockets you mentioned. And there are a few, and uh, we try to frame the discussion uh, a, bit, a little bit with this um, barbell uh, picture in mind, right? Um, so there, there we would really like to invest in, in decent growth areas in, on the stock market. Of course, AI is not very topical, but there's many other long-term drivers in that space, uh, long-term earnings drivers. And then we would like to be also, on the other hand, or on the other side of the bubble, and be invested in these value markets. And uh, there it's really still European banks uh, that come to mind, uh, looks good to us. Um, so, And then maybe things like Japan. And China is, of course, uh, one uh, market to look at. You always have to look at it in the good or in the bad way. So here, sentiment is is really bad, uh, but the 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 macro environment is pretty decent in our view. So that's also something to to take into account. So um, split your your you know your portfolio according to these different buckets if you want and then um i think it's still a valid proposition to stay invested in stocks yeah love that Dirk. thank you for those comments 
Dirk, I can't really finish this podcast without talking about politics. I know we try to avoid that as much as we can, but I think there's two major events going on globally at the moment, but one very much US-focused, the other one, well, the US is there, and that's, of course, the G7 meetings in Japan, speaking of Japan. But uh, let's focus on the US just for the last couple of comments, because you can't pick up a newspaper at the moment without talking about the US debt ceiling discussions. Um Let's see by the time this podcast comes out on Monday whether there's been any action there. But I'd love your take on how you think this will progress over the coming days. Yeah, hopefully it will be solved by then. I mean, there's a, a good, uh, fair, fair amount of optimism in the markets right now uh, because uh, key key politicians made statements that they're very keen to to avoid, um, uh, you know, a bigger problem related to the debt ceiling. But uh, if history is any guide that it still looks like a last minute solution. Um, it's it's really the devil's in the details. And uh, we think that um, even if we get find a, a short term solution to to this one, to this event, um, we are just gearing up uh, to uh, towards uh, a very high intense political year, of course, um, uh, looking into next year and the election year. And uh, so uh, we think politics will will start dominating uh, the markets um, increasingly going forward. Uh, so yes, uh, that's um, clearly a factor to keep in mind, and that will probably lead to the occasional bunch of uh, bout of volatility, right, on the markets. So it has to be taken into account, really. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's nothing that we're not used to. Volatility has been the key word this year. Um, but as you pointed out, there are pockets of the market where opportunity exists. Dirk, thank you so much. This has been Dirk Stefan, our global investment strategist, along with me, Stuart Haslam, head of communications for the International Private Bank on the CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye for now. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2023, 
Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.